Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. We're here today to put the her and Peter. <laughs> you don't know why I suggested that. I one. don't know why. I'm just going. I'm just it, listening but it, to Joy. I figure it works for. I'm about what to I'm find about out. To talk about. Maybe you guys already know because of how I titled this. I don't even know yet because it's Joy's story time. This is a weird story time. Okay. Um, I'm looking forward to whatever is about to happen. It's very strange. This is. Hmm. So. Our storytelling episodes are some of my most favorite. Yeah. But. That's what people say. I also sort of spiral. (laughs) And (laughs) I'm like, that story's not good enough. (laughs) All the stories in the world aren't good enough. None of the stories are good enough for our listeners. For hours and hours and hours, I'm just scanning the internet. And then I'm like, okay, I picked a story. And then I'm like, no, something's missing. And then I scour the internet for hours and hours and hours and this in is my bed those. at 4.30. This is one of those. Well, and just, like, I thought I had my story. Yeah. And then I found out that there's a part of that story that, like, everyone just kind of glosses over. Mm. And I don't like that. But yeah. I also, the story's not about it at all. Mm. And so I yeah. didn't want to go there. Then I was like, maybe I want to do the Oklahoma City bombing. And then I was just crying a lot while I did the research for <laughs> oh, that. Oh, no. Because it's really horrible. Really and then sad. I was reading this. What year did that happen? Do you know? Uh, 1995. Yeah, because I, I, like, I was old enough to remember. Which is why it's so, which is why it is interesting to us, right? Because right. we're old enough to remember a memory of the news footage. I remember the news. But we didn't know what it was about no. and what motivated six. it. I didn't and it's know. so, there's so much to the story. Yeah. And then I'm reading. This article about that this that someone wrote and talking about how like um like just like blood donation in the wake of mm-hmm. Oklahoma City yeah and how like everywhere you look the reported number of fatalities is 168 people mm-hmm. but then in this article it's like well 171 if you include the unborn children oh. and I was like oh my I was like I cannot. <laughs> So then I just shared it on the show. So I couldn't do it because of that. But it's a it's such an interesting case, but it's really, really just kind of grim and horrible. And the sad. motivations behind it are it's it's a very meaningful just couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I was crying yeah. a lot. Well, so we I should just, tell them. I, I'm Summer, you're Joy. Oh, yeah. We're sorry mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. to the continent yeah. of Australia still. And I'm sorry I just shared something sad before we even <laughs> shared our names. Wow. Can you tell that we've spiraled? We're yeah. spiraling. We're going to climb and that back doesn't up. Even, it doesn't even end at Oklahoma City. Right. It just, I like, I, I looked at every topic on the internet almost. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really it. excited to see what you landed on. <laughs> um... You can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475. It's December. I'm happy about it. You can still buy stuff at 
you can still buy Christmas presents at shopsheologians.com. And they might get you in time for they Christmas. They might. But we, we can't cannot guarantee. We can't promise that they will. And I think we're closing. We're actually going to uh, close our Christmas shop at the end of this week, the 11th. Okay. We're closing right. on the 11th. And you can buy up until the 11th. But I mean, ha- I feel like we've made it clear. I feel like we've told you guys. Do we have um, <laughs> another thing coming after Christmas, though? Yeah, we that do. we're allowed to tell them about. Are we allowed? I don't to think tell them? so. Okay, Mm-mm. nothing's coming after. Christmas. Nothing's coming. Shh. Although, well, no. If you want to know what's going on with book club, then go to Patreon.com/Sheologians. There's information oh, yeah. there. You guys wrapped up. It went so great. He was awesome. It was so great to have Joe Rigney on. Yeah. Um, it was such an encouraging. Here's the thing about Joe Rigney. Here's why you should read Joe Rigney. He is so. He's a pastor. So, yes, he's the president of Bethlehem College and Seminary. But when you talk to him and when you read his stuff, he is first and foremost a pastor. And so it was so great to talk to somebody with such a – honestly, the closest pastoral person I could compare him to is Jeff. Okay. And you know what it's like to talk to Jeff pastorally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's our friend, and we're like, ha-ha, you're a goober. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And we know him personally. We know his family. When you need pastory things, Jeff, man. Cream of the crop. Mm -hmm. And I think Joe Rigney's people would say the same after talking to him. Yeah. Just very pastoral. I hope you guys all feel that way about your pastors. Yeah, I hope that you do. I've had so many great pastors. Call your pastor right now. Text him. Yeah. Tell, tell him, him thank you. Leave him a voicemail. <laughs> a nice email. Tell him, tell him he's awesome that would and he's be, doing a good job and great. pray for him. Pray for him a lot. That's, and his wife. And his, oh, and his kids. <laughs> um, oh, no. I was about to say something else. We're talking about oh, Joe I'm Rigney. Sorry. It's okay. No, it's fine. Book club? Book club went great. Joe Rigney was awesome. Go there. Find out what we're doing next. And I talked about the shop. You guys, my pregnancy brain is just going to get worse. Can I tell you something that I was thinking about this week that um, yeah. is not related to any Sheologians housekeeping? Mm-hmm. You also, can. I was listening to Christmas music. Good, good, good. And um, What's your favorite? Do you have a Christmas playlist? I do. <gasps> it's called Christmas with an exclamation point. <laughs> Mine is called Christmas too. <laughs> but I'm, like what's... did you, you, you made it obviously. Yeah. Okay. And it takes time to curate a Christmas oh, yeah. list. Mine's taken years. Playlist, yeah. So years. you just hang out with the same playlist for a long time. Yeah. And slowly things kind of get, you know, like fine-tuned yes. to what you like. I'm so curious. We should swap. Although you use, I use iTunes. You use. I'm about to be using, Google is like shutting down their music oh. and transferring it all to YouTube music though. I did not know that. Which should transfer. Okay. YouTube is also, you know. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm listening to the song Up on the Housetop, click, 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 yeah, down with the chimney with mm-hmm. Old Saint Nick, ho, 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 who wouldn't go? And I'm realizing, who wouldn't go? What does that mean? What, yeah, that's who, what the lyrics are down the chimney. Who wouldn't go down the chimney? <laughs> well, that's what I mean. So, ho, 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 <laughs> who wouldn't go? And it's like, well, everyone when <laughs> because i don't know where well or i when, don't want to go down well because the they they're not they don't specify <laughs> go where? where go where but then if you assume from the context of the song that it's up on the housetop i don't want to go on the roof 
but you're actually not like supposed the answer is no one because you're not supposed to go on the roof when Santa's there. You're supposed to be sleeping when Santa's there. True. And also, why is he making click, click, click noise? Good question. Maybe his boot heels? Because obviously. But I feel like. Wears boots. But I feel like being on a roof, you just wouldn't, especially a snow covered roof, wouldn't be like <laughs> click, 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 click. And then I was yeah. like, maybe the reindeer. And I was like, you could easily change that to clip, clop, clip. Did you clip, Google the lyrics? And that would be much more. I just was watching a video. Okay. And the lyrics were under the video. Okay. I guess we'll answer our question if those aren't the lyrics at all. And it was just some weird third party uh, foreign <laughs> YouTube song. <laughs> One of those. <laughs> Up on the housetop, ho, ho, ho. That's what the song is called? Yep. Okay. Okay, I'm... The more you talk, the more I'm wondering how this ended up on your curated. No, this was just a YouTube thing. Okay, Georgia and I it. were having a dance party. Okay, right. So I just Obviously. like I just clicked like kids Christmas dance. Right, clearly. Ho ho ho! Who wouldn't go? Ho ho ho! Who wouldn't go? Up on the house top, click click click. Down through the chimney with old Saint Nick. Nobody. So first of it's all, just because they don't click say. rhymes with Nick. They don't say and where and go rhymes with ho. <laughs> That's right. the only reason this right. is happening. Right. And this song is a sham, <laughs> is what I'm saying, because that doesn't make any sense. Because they tell every other song tells you not to do anything other than sleep when Santa's around. If they tell you to do anything other than sleep, who wouldn't go? No, 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 go to bed. So, because Santa knows when you're sleeping and when you're awake. That's right. According he'd be to like, that other song, he'd be like, "We're not stopping at that house. She's up on the rooftop." Click, 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 click. And click, click, click doesn't mean anything. They could have said clip, clop, clip, and you would have more easily convinced me that's a reindeer noise. Right, reindeer noises. I don't know. Whatever. This song means nothing. <laughs> and you're mad about it. <laughs> I just, I was like, who wouldn't go? Ho, ho. I was singing along and I was like, who wouldn't go where? Yeah. <laughs> where am I not going right now? <laughs> well, anyway. Okay. All right. Christmas okay. songs that Done. don't make sense. There's many of them. any of you have an explanation for that? 470-465-0475 is where you can leave us a voicemail. Um, this is Joy and Summer from the future. <laughs> How's the election going? Do we know? We've been asking this for weeks. It doesn't matter. I, it does matter. It does. But what can I do about it right now? I Nothing. can't like knock on anyone's door and demand results this very moment. No. And I know a lot of people are in a lockdown again, and yeah. I just feel sorry for you guys. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about something weird. Yeah, it's a weird story. To get your mind off um, of it. And it's light, very lighthearted. I always feel pressure to go lighthearted, which seems weird after I just talked about the Oklahoma City bombing. But I like darker stuff. But usually summer picks darker stuff. And I didn't want it to be two weeks of just like... Leave it to mm, me. Sex cults again? <laughs> <laughs> not what no, I tuned in for. And no, as much as I want that to become a Sheologian soundbite, we cannot put that no. on a shirt. Nope. Um, not happening. <laughs> um, okay. So this is like true crime adjacent. Okay. Because I discovered this while I was... Reading Just true scouring crime. everything. Yeah. So someone in one of my true crime Reddit pages, it might be the true crime subreddit, um, 
they posted a picture of this guy and they were like, we're remembering this guy today because he's awesome. And I was like, who is this? Okay. And it's Peter Thomas. Peter Thomas. You don't know who that is, two. right? I know he has two first names. Yeah. That's going to make it really, really hard <laughs> to tell a story about him. Let's just stick with Peter. Be- yeah. That's kind of what I did. I was like, I have to pick either Peter or Thomas because if I interchange, they're going to be like, wait, who's Thomas? <laughs> True. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Peter Thomas, he will be referred to from now on as Peter. Peter. Got it. Okay. Charming man. Charming story. I just love him. And I think that um, the only application, the only reason I'm telling you this story is because it made me feel good. I was also crying, (laughs) but happy tears. (laughs) If you guys are tired of crying lockdown tears, (laughs) then you've come to the right place. (laughs) Right. We have different tears for you. We have the episode for you. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. This is just, the purpose of this episode is to just tell you more about someone who you know, but you don't know you know. And even if you do know him, you don't know half the things he actually did. Thank you, Reddit. Um, Enjoy. He's a voice actor, and he narrated all 17 seasons of Forensic Files. Oh. So if I heard his voice, I would recognize it. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not going to play it for you yet. Okay. But I am going to play you something. Okay. A little bit later on. Um, voice acting would be really hard. As you yeah. guys know, I don't have a voice for radio. <laughs> so I can't imagine doing that. I can barely do this. <laughs> Man. Okay. Rough times. So um, let's just get into it. Okay. Yeah. So I am going to tell you one thing. So um, the executive producer of forensic files which was i mean i hope you guys know what forensic files. you either like you know. grew up on it or you, know. you you're like oh i've heard of that yeah but i watched an episode anyways it's on netflix and they actually have a new forensic files i think that came out in like february yeah, of this year or something right. mm-hmm. but um the executive producer paul dowling he he said uh, I wanted the series to have the legitimacy of a documentary, despite how it looked. Because he was saying that it looks kind of like tabloidy, yeah, you know? Yeah, it does. Um, and uh, so he wanted a traditional voice, a great storyteller, class, classy. And I chose a man whose voice was well-known because he'd done some PBS documentaries and science and history films we'd all seen over the years in high school. That was Peter Thomas, my first, last, and only choice. Aww. So he was like... Yeah. Picked for forensic this files. This guy's doing it. Okay. And he did some really cool things. At first I was like, oh, cool. He did forensic files. Right. And then I started to look into him. And he has like, he basically, from the time he was 15 to the time, like shortly before he died, what I think he was 91, was working in like voice recording, How voice acting of that? some kind. Right. Okay. So... He was born in 1924 to wow. two immigrants. Wow. An English school teacher. And by English, I mean British. I do not mean she taught English. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. And a Welsh Presbyterian minister. Cool, 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 um, cool. So his father would press him to memorize scripture and specifically to paint mental images in his head when he was reading out loud or yeah. to himself. Yes. Um, and... So I felt the need to share that. Mind Palace. Yes. 
Make a mind So palace. it was in multiple, that little bit was yeah. in like a few different interviews and articles yeah. of him. Um, and I'm assuming that it's, uh, they've kind of, they liked, I'm assuming that whoever interviewed him liked that because he's a narrator. Right. So obviously that's a strong, like to think that he's been doing that since he was a young kid kind of set him up for success a 70 year <laughs> career. Um, <laughs> but so, um, and you know, I think that we should have our kids memorize. Uh, also memorize scripture yeah. and uh, paint mental images yes. when they're reading. Yep, it's all healthy, good things. Um, so he began reading the news and poetry for a local Pensacola radio station from Florida. Uh, he kind of lived all over the place, so I'm not going to worry too much about like okay. where he was. Right. And when I read that, <laughs> I was like, "Do they used to read the news and poetry together?" Why did they stop reading they poetry on the radio? I feel like they should read more poetry. If they right. were going to do it anywhere. Wouldn't that help? It would definitely be in Florida. I mean, now I saw all... this guy. Okay. Just real quick. I saw this guy on TV the other day. And in the first three seconds I saw him, he said the most crazy thing I've ever heard. And I was like, that guy is from Florida. <laughs> and then it cut away and it was like local to Florida. Blah, 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 blah. You're like, yeah, you don't have to tell me. I already knew. <laughs> and I already Eric, knew that. Eric looked at me. We both just laughed. Because I'm like, <laughs> this clearly the only place that this guy could possibly be from is Florida. Do we this need to start? I'm going to start This only works in Florida. This only works. Now we have to start Sorry, apologize Florida. to Florida. Anyway. We okay. love you. All the serial killers are from you. Yeah. <laughs> it's normal. Totally. Okay. Anyway. Sorry. That's how you talk. Um, okay. So yeah. Why did they stop why reading they start poetry, poetry on the, the radio? Like, why did they do that? Um, okay. So he married the love of his life. Stella Aww. when he was 19 and they would be married for another 68 years. <laughs> I'm already I crying. Yeah, that's when I, I definitely cried that point. <laughs> they had three children. Um, he was also instilled with a love of country, like all proper children of immigrants. Um, his parents both served in World War One. Oh, wow. And so when the time came for him to enlist he in enlisted. the military, he joined the army. Um, so he was present months later on the beaches of Normandy for D-Day. Oh, wow. He fought all through France and Germany. Wow. He was present for the Battle of the Bulge. No. Yep. Survived. Yes. <gasps> he was awarded a Bronze Star, a Purple Heart, and like more awards than... I Like stuff that I'm like, I'm not going to say that because I don't even know what it is. But <laughs> Lots of awards. Like, yeah. Just lo like he really... He did some stuff. He was in the army. Like yeah. he didn't just. He didn't he sign did up. It. He went. <laughs> he did it. I mean, Normandy, <laughs> Battle of the Bulge. Seriously. Okay. Um, he would later narrate a Nova special called D-Day's Sunken Secrets. He worked on an wow. HBO film on the Battle of Hurtgen Forest, which uh, he fought in with wow. his first I was about to joke division. and say, and he was there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He was there. Yep. He won an award there too. Is that what they call it? An award? Medal. A medal? Isn't it a medal? It wasn't a medal, but you know what we're saying. He did a good thing and the army was like, here you go. Here's. Remember, we're remembering you. Yeah. Here's something act. to pin to your. Lapel. Yeah. Okay. Um, Which I guess apparently was like the longest single battle in World World War II. Well, which one? The Hurtgen Forest. Oh, okay. Um, I'm pro I may not even be saying that right. The U has two dots over it. Oh yeah, we're sorry. not saying that right. Sorry, guys. now we have to add Germany to the list. <laughs> Places we have to apologize sorry. to. 
Australia, Germany, Florida. Yep. We're sorry. Yep. <laughs> um, and most importantly, I do a lot of caps lock in this story. Why? Because I just fall more in love with this man <laughs> constantly. Caps lock. <laughs> and okay. most importantly, won an Oscar for narrating an HBO documentary called One Survivor Remembers about a concentration camp survivor from Nordhausen Concentration Camp. The concentration camp that his unit was involved in no. liberating. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Is this a real person? This man! He's been hiding behind forensic files all this time. Like, honestly, he narrated forensic files and he was like, this is a walk in the park. <laughs> After the things I've seen, this is a I mean, walk it's so in the crazy. Park. It's so crazy that I guess you generally don't think of people who are involved in like the entertainment industry as being war heroes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But he really did a lot of stuff. Um, you know, like I said, like PBS, Nova. He did a lot of uh, narrating for like yeah. political and like military type footage and content. But okay, so he returned from the war. When he returned from the war, he produced uh, a TV show that I didn't write the name down of. Um, but through that TV show, he became connected with Walter Cronkite, Ooh. who wanted him to read the news. So he was like on the cusp of becoming like a legit Walter Cronkite. news reporter. He the had, guy. He the, had a great voice. Right. Yes. Why can't he do it? <laughs> well, he was doing it. He was doing it. Okay. But I don't he know. Maybe he guy. needed a break or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you were the only other person. Somebody call Walter. Um, <laughs> but so um, Peter didn't want to sign. He didn't want to read the news because I guess you have to sign a pretty like exclusive contract that doesn't allow you to do uh, any recording things. for other stuff. So he didn't want to do that. The news is so selfish. Um, seriously. I'm not even reading poetry to us anymore. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> um, it's the reason he didn't want to be exclusive, exclusive is because he wanted to read commercials. What? Like for Cool Whip and AT&T. <laughs> Maybe because you get free Cool Whip. But he also wanted to record audio tours for a Holocaust museum in florida wow he also wanted to do narrations for political advertisement and films for veterans affairs he wanted to do audiobooks he wanted to do sound bites for nova and pbs did he do audiobooks yes oh mm -hmm. they're cds oh Ooh. but i really think we need to get petition someone yeah to, to move those on over yeah and my personal personal favorite the digitized voice for Philips Heart Start series of automated external defibrillators. <laughs> what? So anyone who's ever taken a CPR class yeah. knows that when you can no longer administer CPR, yeah. you say, well, the first thing you do is you say, somebody call the police or somebody call 911 and get an artificial defibrillator if there's one. So that's like what you do. Oh. Because an artificial defibrillator is just administer shocks. Right. It's like a clear machine, but you can, now they make them like super automated. Mm. So it's like a little pod that you okay. pull off the wall yeah. and they will, you press start yeah, and it will tell you place the pads here and here. And it'll tell you exactly like wow. how to do it. 
and then um, it'll say clear. It'll tell you like when to push certain buttons and they made it so that it's basically anyone, anyone can, can do it. it. So if somebody needs it, it's there. Okay. But so he did the prompts, the digitized prompts. Like press one. And he said they picked him because they wanted somebody who had a voice that like would keep people calm. Right. And he had been doing that. having this like beautiful, calm voice for all a long along. time. <laughs> So this is a quote from an interview in 2014. He said, I had someone on a plane tell me you saved my life. There happened to be an AED machine and they followed the instructions. He said if the machine hadn't been there, he wouldn't have been there. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. I know. I just, he made this, it's just so insignificant seemingly. Right. But like it was a difference between life and death for someone. Right. And so I don't know. I just love that he was kind of like always... In the background. He obviously yeah. was not the type of person that was looking to be in the spotlight, which there's nothing wrong with, you know. Right. Um, but he had, he found what he was good at and that's like what he wanted to do. Wow. And then, of course, he narrated like hundreds of episodes of Forensic Files. Yeah. And he like, he took that show seriously. Mm-hmm. He would, apparently he would practice for like hours at a time scripts with his wife. Wow. Um, And she would, she was like from what they made it sound like she was kind of a little spitfire that would just be like you're not doing that good enough (laughs) i think you have to be married to someone for 68 years before you know how to say that right right yeah i'm sure she said it with all the grace in the world but it took some decades yeah and just i don't know everything i read about this guy he just um i don't know he just had like such a cool and interesting he does career and yeah. his hand in so, so many, many different things. things. Yeah. And he was this behind the scenes voice actor and obviously a war hero that mm-hmm. was involved. I just can't, he was involved in like more than just what I told you, like major campaigns, stuff that people recognize. And to, to think that there were even soldiers that like lived to go through all the most intense battles that you can right. think of in World War II right. is pretty crazy. Um, it's not something that I can right. relate to in any way at all. Yeah, at all. I don't think anybody listening, <laughs> I know, can relate. If None of us can, went please, to Normandy. Please, uh, <laughs> you're a time traveler. Please leave us a voicemail yeah. if you can De- relate to this definitely. in any way. Um, but yeah, he just had a heart for people. According to his kids, and he had a heart for veterans. When did he die? Um, in 2016, okay. shortly after his wife died. Oh, he just—I know—he just was one of those. Well, and it was really sweet because his daughter basically described it as like it was the end of an era, the end of the Peter and Stella era. Wow! And I was just like, man, they were an era. Yeah, <laughs> that's what kind of life they led. They were an era. Sixty-eight years. That's so married. crazy. That's and so crazy. Think about like. I mean, even just her side in all the stuff that he went through and did and everything. And I don't know. It's a simple, it's just the story of some random guy's life. But it'll make you, the next time you watch Forensic Files, you are not going to watch that the same way. No. Um, Also, I have a commercial of his to play. I want to hear his voice. It's a cool whip commercial. Okay. (laughs) The images you're about to see may be difficult to look at. Sadly, every year millions of innocent cakes are mangled, mistreated, and hurt. But there is something you can do. 
Go to the freezer section and pick up new Cool Whip frosting. It's whipped, fluffy, and perfectly sweet, so it spreads on easily, leaving cakes unharmed. Please help. Cool Whip frosting. Together, we can change the way cakes are frosted. It's so great. He did it's American so Express great. commercials, AT&T. Like he and when just, you hear that voice, you know. Yes. You don't even think about it. You're yeah. like, oh, it's that voice. Yep. Your brain mm-hmm. doesn't even. You're not like, when did I hear that last? Peter Thomas. Because you've heard it right. so many times. Yep. And that commercial was in 2013. Wow. That means he would have been like 89 years yeah. old when he did that commercial. And he just loved doing it. He was like, I don't want to be a famous news reporter like Walter Cronkite. Right. I want to do Cool Whip commercials. Right. I hope he got so much Cool Whip for free. He probably did. I really Lots. hope he did. Although, I know a lot of people hate Cool Whip. The com- That commercial is great. I think um, Cool Whip and Whipped Cream are very different things. They're two different but things. But I think they're both delicious. They're both good, yeah. Don't be that person. Yeah. They're, they're distinct I, yeah. from each other. That's true. Um. I mean, whipped cream, I think, I guess my stance on that is that whipped cream homemade should go on pretty much everything and Cool Whip should just be eaten out of the tub. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what it's for. Yeah. It's delicious, it's, but it's it can't replace whipped cream. No, no, no. But it's delicious. Yeah, it's good. You know what stresses me out sometimes, but is also like the story of his life reminds me of just how like there's so many people. This is going to sound dumb, but stick with me. There's so many people all over, like everywhere doing all these things that you know yeah. nothing about. There's an official name for this. I just saw it. There's a name for this? Yeah. Like the realization that everyone lives just as complicated and of a life Busy, as you. A yeah. life as you and everybody's up to things. Like sometimes I just think about like general infrastructure. Like how many times do we think about like the truck driver that brought the apple to the grocery store and then the person that brought those out like checked those things in and then brought them out to the floor and like before like who loaded the apples onto the truck where did the truck come from just like all the work how many people did it take for you to get this apple right and we're you're like, not gonna know any of them right yeah especially in our like we have so many there's so many like random jobs where yeah you're like i'm a pr I like run PR for an Apple company and you're like, that exists. Right. There's so many it's positions. It's affected me that, because I own Apple products right. and something happened there. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I just think about like, um, I met someone who like worked for like the electric company. Like he helped keep the electricity right. on. He worked at a plant and I'm like, I have turned my lights on every day and I've never thought about the plant that this is coming right. from and the people that are running it. And it's just like, there's so much, like right. there's so much. So, okay. So, uh, I don't know if you've heard of John, is it Koenig? Koenig. But, Koenig. Yeah. But he has his, uh, dictionary of obscure sorrow. Uh, uh-uh. But so his, the word that he coined for that is Sonder and it's a Sonder. noun and it's the realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own. Yes. And yeah. sometimes I think about when I pray, I think about the fact that God is busy in every person's life that I have no idea of. Right. Like he's busy in so many, like in every, obviously every corner of creation. Yeah. He's doing something. 
And I don't know any of it. Right. And it's just, it's like, I don't even know any of the goings on of the people that are responsible for these lights being on right now. Yeah. But they have a whole, like God does. Mm -hmm. It just, I think about that all the time. So the fact that like this voice actor, I've heard his voice so many times. I've never thought about him as a person. You've never even, you've, you've heard his literal voice and you've never thought, I wonder what this guy's name is. I used to think they were all robots. Does he have a wife? Never thought about it. Yeah. Peter and he just Thomas. Peter Thomas memorizing scripture, painting a mental picture. Welsh, while he reads. thank you, Welsh Presbyterian pastors. Yeah, <laughs> for Man. all your hard work. <laughs> <laughs> cool, but yeah, you know, I know that's quick, and it's no, just, I like I like that story, and I like that I know about him now. And it and was ju- it was fun to see his picture on a Reddit page, and then be like, oh, okay, I know who that guy is. And then be like, oh, no, I didn't know who this guy was. I am looking he... him up right now. Yeah. <laughs> Doing it. Oh, well, it's definitely not this guy. Oh, yeah. That, a different guy comes up. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do like narrator. Mm, oh, here we go. Famed voice actor. You guys just, everybody just Google. There he right is. Now. Oh, was he on Johnny Carson? Whatever. That's not important. He's been on stuff. And people say, like, there are obviously people that recognize him. Like, the guy who was saved by the artificial defibrillator. Right. Was, I, you know, was like, oh. I'm wondering, like, how many times have I walked by an artificial defibrillator and not noticed it? And now I know. It's like, oh, yeah. Well, usually it's by, um. Like, the. Fire extinguishers and stuff like that. That stuff. Science is crazy. But yeah, also good to know if you uh, ever need an artificial defibrillator, you don't have to be scared of not knowing how to do it. It will will instruct you. (laughs) Peter is going to walk you through this. He is with you. And you will be calm. And he's got a calm voice. Yeah. Everything is going to be great. He's calm about Cool Whip. Calm about it. All right, you guys. Well, that's it. That's all you had. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. That's it for this week. Uh, hit us up at patreon.com slash theologians. Find out what's happening in book club. Leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475. It's your last week to buy Christmas stuff at shopsheologians.com. And we'll see you guys next week. I thought you were going to say it's your last week for Mbop. It might not be. <laughs> we'll see how we're feeling. We may just keep going Hanson. Maybe a little Christmas Hanson. We're, we're standing Hanson right now. Mm-hmm. I don't yep. care what the internet says. Yep. Have a good oh. week. No, we don't. <laughs>